0: Coming up next, he's been around Rhode Island football all his life. Going to D1 out of Pilgrim High School, Emerson Kilgore. Emerson runs 401 Flex, 401 Strength and Conditioning over there on the 400 block of Warwick Avenue. Go check out Emerson Kilgore. So we're going to come back. We're going to reset this and we'll have Emerson Kilgore on the line. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back with more Can We Keep It Real podcast. you want to be a guest on the show, message me. I'm at everything Can We Keep It Real. It's your boy Mikey, and we'll be right back. Emerson Kilgore, how are you doing? And welcome back to the Can We Keep It Real podcast, man. I am well. How are you? All right. It's always good to hear from you. Yeah, you know, I'm always... Pointing people in your direction when they're looking for uh, a good quality coach to get their their kids in, um ready for the next level. And thank you, thank you. So, what's going on today? No, I've been I've been hearing the chatter. Um, looking on
1: Facebook now, and just uh, you know, just wanted to make a couple comments about you know what's been said, and you know, a lot of chatter about you know how you know how, how much talent Rhode Island has, and you know, um, you know, and, and, and how we need to be doing better as coaches in the state to get more exposure for these young men, um, and young ladies who decide to play, you know, um, and honestly, I, I agree a thousand percent. I mean, there's, uh, I, I think Rhode Island as a whole is kind of missing the boat on that, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm not a big, um, I'm not a big proponent of a lot of uh, some of these styles. I'll definitely say that, but I mean something's better than nothing. I mean, I think as far as the youth, um, you know, getting them out there to see the different, you know, skill sets uh, uh, of others around this country is optimal. I mean, I, I think that's what these kids need. You know, there's nothing, you know, there's the, the, there's nothing to be said about uh, you know bringing kids and bring them to a certain level and, and really showing them off and see what seeing what they have you know it, it, it's you know and it, it's really sad because you know again i mean I've been a proponent opponent of this for years that you know you know everyone's talking about you know I know you had mentioned Mike, that the issue with the Rhode island football um one of the things I see as is the issue of Rhode Island football is that we uh, we don't have a culture of football here, our culture is what i deem mean, a culture of low expectations um our coaches and even and it trickles down to the kids they they have a hard time. You know, they they have a hard time understanding that, you know, if you guys put work in and do things the right way, something may happen. And again, I always I, I always try to tell folks my story because, again, it's, you know, when when I when I try to talk to folks about going to that next level and doing certain things is that, you know, I had to put in the work. It, it didn't happen for me overnight. I mean, everyone thinks, OK, because you made it a certain spot that you were blessed with all this and blessed with all that. Yes, I was blessed with the potential and the ability, but I had to work to get that ability out. You know, it didn't happen for me overnight. It took me four years. It took me, you know, actually took me longer than four years So I started working out in the eighth grade. You know, it, 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 it took that long. And, 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 you know, and again, I didn't, you know, and, and I know the argument now is like, you know, well, you're only going to go to certain schools to get looked at. And I tell everyone that's not the truth either because, again, I went to Division one school, college, and I played at you know at right now with Division three school in Rhode Island, so you know all these things that people are saying is like is, is inherently just not true. Like you don't have to play at a certain school. You don't have to you know that 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 that's that is completely false. You know, and, and I'm living proof of that. You know, I, I just think this state has so much potential, and, and, and it's just sad to see that. You know, kids don't really recognize it, or they think they have to go to one spot. And they're gonna get, you know, they're gonna get recognized. It. That's not the case. You know, it, it it really needs to. And honestly, the adults need to start working on this because honestly, you know. And again, I get it. You know, with a lot of different things, people gonna start talking about. You know, what 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 Hendricken does, what LaSalle does, and all other stuff. And to me, it's like, listen. Okay, fine. It is what it is. Okay, what are you gonna do about it? you know that that, that uh, you know enough of the complaining enough of that what is actually going to be done about it you know is that, i mean I, I don't i don't believe in some of that stuff honestly i know that you know to be completely honest with you i mean a lot of the clients that i have you know th- th- there's no recruiting being done everyone just wants to go there they recruit themselves so you know there's not really recruiting going on you know that that's that's not it i mean the recruiting is done by the fact that they have a solid culture within these schools and is and Honestly, it, it goes for all the sports in those schools as well. There's a culture there of competition. There's a culture there of excellence, and unfortunately, you know, it's kind of like what you said, Mike. Just like you know, the the you know the, those coaches that turn it on in July and turn it off at, at the you know, at, at the end of November. It's like that's the problem. You know, it it, it does come down to coaching. I mean, all, there's a lot of talented kids in the state, but ultimately, it comes down to you know how coaches coach. And you know are they pushing them in the weight room? are they doing this doing that and honestly, some are I'll definitely say some are we have a lot of good coach in the state i mean i can I could run through a list right now, but you know other coaches are kind of eh, well, it is what it is, and that's that and then we I, I don't want to really get into youth because honestly i I, I know the issues down there in youth i mean there there, ne- there needs to be an overhaul right? there needs to be requirements when it comes to coaching with youth, but I know there aren't. But, you know, that, that's really what, the, what I feel where the problem stems, it stems from there. But that's a whole other issue. But, you know, I, I just think with the with the talent this state has, you know, with, with, with the ability a lot of these kids have, I mean, we, we should be, you know, we should be getting more kids playing past high school and, and, and really kind of doing their thing. And unfortunately, that's not going to happen until the adults in the room start taking more accountability for their actions and really start working
0: with these kids. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, you talked about, you're right, it don't have to be a, a big school like Hendrickson because you look at EWG this season, Robin Ranker, um, Division Two college assumption, he just committed there. Right. So you don't have to play, and they're a D4. And you don't have to play at a at a big D1 school. It's not all about D1, D2, D3. You know, it's about playing quality football. They'll find you. If you're a good player, the scouts... The recruiters, whatever you want to call them, they will right. find you, right. you know, um, but you're absolutely right in a lot of the things, you know, the culture here, it's an activity. They turn it on in July or August, whenever it's time to kick in football at the end of the school season and the day after Thanksgiving, it's over.
1: Right.
0: And it should be a year-round activity, a year-round sport, if you ask me, because of the conditioning. There's a reason you can't go to the NFL until you're three years out of high school because your body is not conditioned at that point yet. Right. You know, as good as you may be coming out of college and thinking, you know, what I mean, I can deal with these guys, man. These, you know, so it take. There's reasons for all that, but you're absolutely right. So, how do we change the culture? Well, I, I, I that, that's a.
1: Uh... We, we might be here for a while with that one, but I'm going try to try to keep it short here. Um, I think the first thing is we start with the youth programs. I think that the biggest problem in Rhode Island is that you know a lot of these youth programs, though they are, you know, there's, first of all, there's way too many. Okay, so that's issue number one. There's way too many youth football programs in this state. You know, Providence has five or six, you know, uh, Pawtucket has like four. You know, it, 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 there's way too much. And unfortunately, what that does, it, it, it thins the, the talent pool. And, you know, the, the, and athletes can only perform so much with that. So that that's the first problem with youth. Second thing is these, these youth coaches, they need to, I mean, to me, there needs to be requirements in terms of, okay, you need to know X amount of football. You no, know, you need to have, you know, it's just not that, oh, I've been watching football for years. I You know, I'm a Patriots fan. I've been watching the Patriots since 2001. That, that, that you know, and again, I'm I'm not knocking guys. I know, you know, footballs is their love and, you know, but we need to have guys that have some type of football background outside of just watching football or maybe even just playing high school football. I think that's the bigger problem. I think, OK, with assistants, OK, that's fine. But I think with head coaches, there needs to be a standard with, OK, if you're a head coach, this is where, you know, this is what you need to do. You know, this is where you need to be. I mean, and honestly, not the mirror of what you know going on in, in college and stuff like that, but I mean, to, to really benefit our youth, you know, I, I think you have to have more of a football background, or you know, because again, a lot of these coaches, yeah, I played you know freshman and sophomore year in high school. Okay, that's not going to do these kids well. Okay, you know, and again, I'm not sitting here saying that you know you got to you know you got to be an, an NFL player to coach youth, but you need to have a solid background in, 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 in football. And again, I mean, to that note, too, because I know that some guys have been coaching, you know, youth football for 30 years. But, you know, they, they have yet to join the 21st century when it comes to football. That's the other right. one. Mm-hmm. You know, th- to me, that's the other issue. Like, you know, these coaches are coaching like, you know, we're we're, we're back in the 90s right now. And I'm like, you know, th- th- that's not benefiting our kids in, in, in any way. So I, I think that's one of the bigger problems with youth. And then, I mean, in Rhode Island especially, th- there's, just, there's just too many teams. There's way too many teams, and again, I get it. You know, this AYF, there's, uh well, there's what was Pop Warner, and it's free team, but there's so many teams within all these cities is thinning out the talent pool. That is the that is one of the bigger problems that we have. And then, like I said, on top of the fact with the the coaches, I mean, it is you know, the, the, our our you know, some of these coaches in this state are limited when it comes to football IQ. You know, just let's let's just call it like we see it right now. It is very limited. OK, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say I know everything about being a wide receiver because I don't. OK, I know some basics. You know, I, you know, I, I teach wide receivers how to start blocks. I'm an offensive defensive line coach. OK, so that part I could do. You know, I didn't coach the tight ends when I was coaching college. So, yes, I know some of the routes and all the other stuff. And that's great. But I'm not going to sit there and hang my hat on the fact that I'm, I'm a wide receiver coach. I am not. OK, I can work on speed. I can work on strength. You know, I have that. But I am not a wide receiver coach. Now, if someone asked me, "Are you an offensive defensive line coach?" Then yes, I'll put my hat, I'll put my mortgage and everything on that. Okay, and I think that's one of the bigger issues. Like they think, "Oh, well, let me go on YouTube and just check this out real quick, and I'll be, you know, I'll be good." That's not how it works. You know, I mean, you you have to be a student of this game. And unfortunately, I feel a lot of these coaches, both youth and high school, are not. The perfect example was um, uh, l- last year, right right before the pandemic hit. Okay, I went to the the, the Nike um, the Nike clinic in Hartford, Connecticut. Okay, great opportunity. So a lot of good guys. Um, you know, um, saw the head coach from uh, Clemson. Um, you know, the I, I knew the coach from L, the head coach of LSU, who's my position coach at Syracuse, uh, Coach Ogeron. Uh, it was great meeting him. I talked to him for a few minutes, and he's really happy to see what I'm trying to do with stuff uh, with the uh, with football in Rhode Island. It was really, really a good time. But the bad part about it was out of all the coaches that were there, there were only about nine coaches from Rhode Island. I would say there had to be at least six, 700 coaches, if not more. Okay, probably a little bit more. Nine coaches, nine from Rhode Island. It's sad.
0: That, it's very sad. That,
1: that is the problem. That, that is the problem right there. Now, I, I came with a group of guys, great you know, great group and you know, with youth and high school guys, and we learned stuff. And again, you know, a lot of people are like well, Emerson. You go to these things. Yes, I go to these things as much as I can because, as much as yes, I've played, I've done this, I've tried out, I've done this, I've done that, so well and good. But the game evolves. So what I was taught way back when, some of it still does apply here, but there's new twists and spins to all this stuff, and that's what you go to these things to learn. And unfortunately, a lot of these coaches don't do that. A lot of these coaches, a lot of these going co- like you know, I'm not knocking them for you know, not necessarily going not going to all these clinics and stuff like that, but there has to be more of an emphasis of trying to learn and get your football IQ better. And I think for the most part, a lot of these coaches just don't do that. You know, I don't see them at these clinics. I don't see them, you know, doing a lot of stuff. Now, again, if they're doing stuff on their own, I don't know about, that's fine. That's one thing. But I mean, you have to be immersed in the culture of football in order to get better at it. And I just don't see that with a lot of these coaches. You know, I, I, I just don't, I mean, I see it in other States. Okay. Hey, when, when when I was talking, to, I, I bumped in one of the coaches that um, that I, I've been working with and actually mentoring um, in Mass. And he was at the Nike clinic, and you know I was talking to him for a little bit, and he's like, he, I mean, he is just eating all this up. He's like, you know, he went to the offensive line. Um, the guy by the name of Paul Alexander, which is someone I, I, I study under. Um, you know, I look at all this stuff. He, I mean, he coached. You know, he coached tons and tons of guys in the NFL. Um, you know, o- o- over the past years. You know, Chris Daniels from the um, Red Sea. All, all of these guys were coached under him, and he does a phenomenal job. So, yes, I mean, I definitely look at him and a couple other guys. But he was soaking all that in because he wants to get better as a coach. He wants to keep moving up the food chain. To me, I think a lot of these coaches, okay, yeah, I'm a coach, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'll look, at, I'll look up some stuff. Yeah, I'll do this and that, and that's it. It has to be more to it. And I think that needs to be a requirement. It's like, you know, the continuing education credits for, you know, a lot of different things. I really think that there needs to be a requirement for that for these coaches that, okay, if you want to coach the sport, you better be up to date with everything. You better know what's going You better know the basics. Not the basics from, from, from 1995. Okay, I'm talking about the basics from 2021. And I think that's, I mean, I I think that would really step up the game a lot when it comes to Rhode Island football. And again, there's many other things. I think, you know, I I think the big thing, I know this uh, long thread here with, uh, with uh, Nadine Robinson here, Um, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a good friend of mine here. Um, You know, I, I, I I love all the interaction here. I love, you know, they're, they're talking about, you know, getting the kids out and stuff like this, but again, my problem with this is like, I don't mind, you know, obviously getting the kids out and, and getting them experience, that's great. But the problem is once again, and I've, I, I've preached this and I, you know, I, I say this cause I'm a former offensive defensive lineman is that nothing is being done with the lineman here. And I know there's, you know, I know uh, Najee Barrows, he's doing something now with uh beast coast. Uh, um, I believe it's called beast coast uh, football. Um, he's doing something there kudos to him. Okay. I've been doing stuff like this for God knows how long. Okay. It's just, you know, getting kids on the field. Okay. I'm going to show you how to be a better offensive lineman, better defensive lineman. And we go now I have 401 strength and fitness and I'm doing that in here. Okay. But there needs to be more of that. Okay. And then like having these coaches see this and sending their kids there saying like, eh, nah, I'm not going to bother. That That's really the other problem. There's no, like, you know, like a lot of relationships aren't really being worked here because, you know, coaches like, eh, you know, well, I, I, I'll put up the flyer and, you know, let the kids kind of figure it out. I'm like, you know, I, I've had a couple coaches tell me that. I'm looking at them I'm like, you're not interested in getting your kids better. You just want them to sit around because they're not going to do it. Like, okay, I need you guys to start going to something here, you know, work and I'll work with whoever comes in here. But coaches aren't doing that. You know, coaches are just like, eh, you know, it is what it is. I mean, some coaches are doing that, but, you know, not a lot of them. But uh, unfortunately, that's a problem. Now, you look at a state uh, – I won't even use Texas because Texas, Florida, I know coaches in in Florida. I played football with them in Syracuse, and I talk to them every once in a while, and they tell me what he did, how he does it. They do spring football. You know, they work together. You know, if, if they're not playing spring football, if they're doing another spring sport, then both the head coaches are working together to make sure that kid is getting exactly what he needs for both sports. That does not happen here. There's no cooperation. There's nothing there. I mean, you know, and, and then uh, we're to talk about the insolastic league and, and, and that nonsense, all the rules, these coaches can't talk to people. They can't talk to kids after the season. They can't do this. That's why we're far behind. That's why basically we're in the stone ages of, 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 of football in Rhode Island. So because of, you know, asinine rules like that, you know, there needs to come a time where, you know, competitiveness, and, 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 and trying to get these kids exposure needs to be the priority and not just, okay, well, you no, know, I have a position and I'm going to rule here. I don't care how it affects, you know, coaches and players. Like, to me, you know, you step out of this state and you go to any other state that competes, you see kids working. You see coaches, in, 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 in other, you know, outside of football and football coaches working together. That's going to be the really big thing. Like, that, that's the part of this equation that needs to change because ultimately, if it doesn't, it's going to stay the same And, you know, we're still going to be having this conversation 10 or 15 years down the line, which is unfortunate because these kids deserve much better than what's going on right
0: now. Oh, you're absolutely right. Throughout the the decade, throughout the years, there's always good athletes that came along. And you're like, why did you not go farther along? And because they didn't get the looks of people didn't pay attention to them. You know, a coach can make a big difference whether a kid – in high school can make it to the next level You know, you, whether you pay attention to them Or they don't pay attention to them But we need coaches to develop programs I think, not just be a head coach Be, have a football program Um, You know, hopefully Dunbar is going to continue in, in Westerly What Coach Miranda was doing Because I liked what Coach Miranda was doing in the beginning Checking on the kids' grades Making sure, you know, alright Making sure the grades are up to par You know, checking on them Throughout the off season, you know, calling their parents. I mean, so hopefully, Coach Dunbar will continue the program up there, and um, that's what we need. We we need more programs, and not just head coaches. Just you know, starting their car in July, which I call it. Oh, I'm just getting the car started. It's a little private joke about because some coaches don't show up until it's a couple weeks before practice, right? And and what does that really, really do? The linemen, there's no camps for the linemen to, to go to. There's a couple here and there. The flag leagues, it's all about throwing the ball. But you ain't going to throw the ball if you don't get a line.
1: I've been saying it for years. No line, no shine. I mean, I know that's a something that, you know, a lot of folks don't really understand. But, I mean, to me, it's a no-brainer. The like, you, you can't sit here and, and – and that's why, again, that's why I have issue with 5-on-5 and 7-on-7. It's great for the backs and receivers, and the, it, it's fine. They need to work just like everyone else. Okay, to me, it's not a realistic look, but it's not. You know, it, it, it's, it's as I said earlier, something's better than nothing. There, no question about that. But again, the the biggest part of the equation is the line, and they're not doing anything for them. Again, they want they want to keep arguing. Again, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the thread right now. You know, they want to talk about five on five. They want to talk about seven on seven. And I respect the fact that these guys are doing this stuff. Don't be wrong. I'm not like trying to bash what they're doing or anything. But the problem I have with all this here, there's not one mention of offensive linemen anywhere. And then when you when, when you try to do that, it's like, yeah, Emerson, you're right. And it gets brushed off. But then they get mad during the season when the line's not blocking because they've only had so many reps of this stuff. And like, oh, well, they still got all their reps during preseason. It's like, no, it's, it, it, it has to start before preseason. It like, literally has to start. You know, maybe a month or two after the regular season in the fall, is over.
0: And it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, but I see some good lines the last couple of seasons. And you got so many – this is why I like the line. You got so many moving parts, and they're working together. Like one – what do they say? One band, one sound. Like, you know, they're all working together for the same – so it takes a lot than a couple weeks for a line, I think, to get – acclimated to the playbook because there's a lot of different formations you have to do. Right. Are you going to the right? Are you going to the left? What is this call? What is that call? I mean, it gets really tricky in the line, you know, especially because you got five, six players that all have to move to the same goal. Right.
1: And, And the funny thing is, like, a lot of people don't respect what happens up front. And if it's not for up front, we don't have a game. You can have a game. Like I tell folks, you, you can have a game with no receivers. You can have a game with 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 no running backs.
0: You cannot have a game with no linemen. It's not going to happen. You could even have a game. You could even have a game with no damn quarterback. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Just you know, snap the ball to the running back and go. You can do that. I mean, you know, if, if you know, <laughs> you, you you might not have a whole Single lot. of That's what it. <laughs> but it, it is what it is.
0: You know. Oh, Wesley did pretty good for a few seasons, you know, that single wing, but you have to change up after a right. while. Yeah. But no, you're absolutely right. You can't have a game without a line because you'll be running for your life. Right.
1: And and, and ultimately, that's what that's what the problem really is. Is that you know, it, it, the, the, the 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 problem becomes that you know, it, these guys are fun. And again, I, I completely get it. Again, I am not I'm not bashing what they're doing. I respect the fact that they're getting our kids from Rhode Island out and and seeing different competition. But it doesn't give a realistic view of what football is. I mean, yes, it, it's a lot of fun and kids are competing and that is good. But a state like Rhode Island really needs like everything all inclusive, you know, everything thrown into one and going. and honestly, that's the reason why I like doing flex, because flex does that. It involves everyone. And unfortunately, 7-on-7 and 5-on-5 don't do that. Now, again, yes, it's great for the the bats and receivers, but again, I mean, if you're not going to focus on the line, but yet during the season you're going to complain about the line, then that's a problem. You know, there's only so much, uh, 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 you know, six weeks, you know, from the beginning of July until halfway through August, there's only so much that's going to do. This is a year-round sport. You know that you have to be training. You have to be up, you know, up to date with you know the the proper terminology, the proper, proper footsteps, the proper, the proper technique, and that's not happening. And unfortunately, you know, more and more as other states are doing things like this, the more our state is falling behind. You know, it is it, it, you know don't, going through these things again. I, I not for doing, uh, not even for what he was doing, and I and I definitely want him to continue to do so. But you know. For, for for me to keep again, I I've been involved with this for a long time. Like you know, I, I I'm the type I keep to myself. I really don't talk to other folks when it comes to this stuff because I've, I've seen it and I've seen these uh, seven on seven you know um, uh, tournaments and, and 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 stuff like that. And, and, and it's good. It's really it is good for the kids. I mean, it's, it's definitely something that they work for and, and, and really compete at. But there needs to be a step up. And and, and to me, I just feel that you know, as much. Um, as much as these guys are doing, and I salute them for doing it, you know, Rhode Island still needs more. You know, it's a great start, but I feel that we need to keep moving with this. And, again, not just at the youth level, but at the high school level as well. Because, again, these kids are going all the time. Like, you look at these things, there's, you know, there's a there was a lineman clinic in Philadelphia I saw um, a couple of years ago. And, literally, it was like, you know, like guys were competing. You know, they had a the little seven-on-seven, seven, but those linemen were getting after. We need more stuff like that in Rhode Island again. And the crazy thing is because I've tried to do that, but I don't get any. I don't get any support. I don't get guys like, oh, and I'm having a lineman camp, like, oh, that sounds good, and then no one comes. I mean, it's like th- th- That's the problem I have. And I, again, that's the adults. Like I remember, you know, I remember before. When, I remember my senior year um, in, in high school, and my coach was like Emerson. I think you should go to a wrestling camp because I used to wrestle in high school, and I think you'll, you know, definitely benefit from it. And I did. Okay, and and, and I want to encourage all these kids to do stuff like that because it's only going to make them a better athlete. And unfortunately, it's you know that's not happening here as much as it should, especially when it comes to the line. Like I'm definitely running the camp. I'm, I'm calling it 401 Trench Combat Academy. You know, I'm, I'm I'm starting the beginning stage of it now. I'm gonna try to get it going. You know, you know, in in, in sometime between May and June here. But you know, this stuff needs to happen for the benefit of these kids. There's too much talent here for, again, for these delts to be kind of brushing it off like, oh, it is what it is. That's been happening for all these years, and honestly, it needs to stop. There's been plenty of kids that have been overlooked in the state that, had, that could definitely play at higher levels of football, and unfortunately, it just doesn't happen because it's not, you know, it, it, there, there, there isn't much being done on the local level to encourage these kids to do these things so they can be exposed to all this talent and then take their game to a higher level. That that's really the ultimate problem with Rhode
0: Island. Well, hopefully this starts a conversation and we can start to make a change um, going forward. Your gym, what's going on over there? Um, you you're back working, yeah. right? Because I know during the pause you was um pretty down. You know, gym is yeah. closed. Um, if people want to be part of, want to join your gym, what do they have to do? Oh, uh, well, the name of my gym is Four One Strength and Fitness. Um, I'm
1: located at uh, Four Hundred Work Ave uh number uh number seven and eight and but you go um you know just look up four one fitness um four one strength of fitness online and we're on facebook we're on um instagram and you know you can email me here at info at four one strength of dot com or hit me up online and I'll get you in and get you working
0: I mean excellent man emerson we're gonna have to keep this conversation going in the future you know we should um get together and definitely talk soon but um Thank you. I really appreciate it. And um, any last yeah,
1: um, th- just two things real quick. Um, you know, it, this, you know, I, I do what I do for the love of the sport in and, 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 and for these, the, these athletes in Rhode Island that, you know, want an opportunity, that want something kind of like what I had. You know, that, that's why I'm doing this. You know, I have I, 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 always loved working with guys that, you know, that want to get better. Or guys that are kind of question, you know, questioning their ability and once I work with them they realize they can't do it. That's that's what I do. You know, um you know, I, I I really enjoy doing that and you know, that's why I opened this gym and I really want to keep, you know, keep this going and you know, keep building and keep moving to bigger and better things here. But you know, there needs to be a, a reckoning when it comes to Ryan football. And again, a lot of guys are doing good. You know, it's, it's definitely not, you know, it isn't like it is, you know, maybe ten, fifteen years ago. We're definitely at a better spot now than we've ever been. But we need to keep moving. You know, we need to, you know, we need coaches to step up and, and, and really be immersed into the culture of football. And again, we, we as Rhode Island, Rhode Island football, in the Rhode Island football community, need to really start working on this culture of low expectations. You know, start getting rid of that and really start pushing these kids to start, you know, realizing their dreams and goals that they want to play really well in high school and have a shot in college. You know, that's that's really it there. So you know, I, I just commend everyone that's doing their thing, regardless of our philosophies of how getting it done. I'm glad there's guy's out there getting it done, and I I I I pray to um, you know to have them have continued success and hope we can all move forward as a state and the state can be recognized for the talent that that it really has.
0: That's awesome, man. Anderson, mm-hmm. one other thing: Brady back in the Super Bowl. What does this mean for his legacy? Does this put him like definitely on top as like as one of the best to ever play? Yeah, the so position? definitely.
1: Um, well, definitely. Uh, yeah, well, he, he's definitely one of the best. He, he definitely is by far. So there's there's no there's there's no question about that. I mean, he's definitely been. Uh, you know, obviously this is his tenth Super Bowl this year, and he's really. Um, you know, he, he's he's really shown everyone that, you know, number one, he didn't need Bill Belichick because I know that was a big issue. And the second thing is he can do it at age 43. Again, I played I played against him when I went to Syracuse, so it was absolutely amazing. I have nothing but respect for him, and I wish him the best, and hopefully he pulls this off and he can do his thing here. So,
0: What I don't get is that people like Eminem, Tom Brady, they're so good at their craft. People swear that there's something going on. Oh, they can't be that good. Nobody can be that perfect and they take a lot of heat and Eminem just came out with a song that says once you get so good they're going to hate you you know what I mean and, and no matter what it's not going to change and that's going on with you know with with Tom Brady but no he is definitely legendary you could break his career down and have three whole exactly. careers all right Emerson thank you very much man I'll talk to you soon Emerson. All right,
1: thanks Mike appreciate it bye
0: all right bye bye